All right, everyone, we're live for the second podcast today, special edition, Monday, July 25th. We are going to preview UFC 277. We'll also talk about Dana White's Contender Series 47. So a lot to talk about today, guys. I'm looking forward to this. We've got 13 fights at UFC 277 this Saturday. It's going to be a good car, I think. Uh, Marcel, just your thoughts, man, overall on the car. I always ask you this, but what's your thoughts on this pay-per-view? I think the pay-per-view is fire. I think the prelims kind of suck, you know. And I'm going to be honest here. I think for a pay-per-view, those prelims are really hard. Uh, there are a few good ones. I mean, Rafael Alves against Drew Dober is a fun one. You yeah. know, uh, Matt Samuelsberger against Morono is a, is a fun one. Uh, but a lot of these prelims, um, no disrespect, but I really can't give a fuck about it. You know, uh, I think I think they should have stacked it a little bit more. But if I then see the card the next week, I understand why they didn't stack it anymore. So, no, for sure, for sure. Let's get some comments. Hi, Dutch Snorlax. That's Marcel. Wants so, to have a birthday. Thank you. Gordo Gambles. Let's go. Let's do it. Glenn's saying there's lots of tickets left. I never look at the ticket sales, I, but I know you're one of the guys that does look at it. Uh, that's, I mean, is it? it's not super surprising to me. I got to be honest. I thought they were a little risky going with Pena and Nunes as a main event. Usually, usually Nunes is actually co-main event, so a little risky. Um, I think the pay-per-view card is awesome, though, so I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Tristan, what's up, man? Haven't seen you in a while, buddy. Glad to have you here. All right, let's do the podcast for ourselves. Just get into it. So we have 13 fights to talk uh, talk about today, guys. We're going to give our picks for all of them. Um, UFC stats doesn't have the the actual correct boat order at this point. They have a lot of fights that fell off still. A lot of guys that got injured are still listed. So I'm actually going to be using the topology order today because I believe they have the correct order, Marcel. So we'll use that. Um, let's get into it. I'm looking forward to talking about this with you, Marcel. So let's start with the first fight of the night. And it is a... Uh, Welterweight belt here between Orion Kossi and Blood Diamond Marcel. So looking forward to this one. Should be interesting to see how this one plays out. Probably doesn't go the distance based on how these guys fight. Right now we have Orion Kossi minus one seventy five, plus one fifty on Blood Diamond. What do you think, Marcel? Who's your pick? Yeah, who's my pick? That's 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 an amazing question, uh, Adam. Uh, Orion Kossi. Uh, we saw him in the Contender Series alongside with his brother. Got a really actually got a really solid win against Matt Dixon there, man. You know, I think Matt Dixon was a pretty big favorite coming into that fight, if I can remember correctly. Um, but the course, he got it done. Then fought Philip Rowe and completely fell, fell apart in the second round and got stopped by Phil mm-hmm. Rowe. Um, Blood Diamond made his debut against Jeremiah Wells. Almost was lucky when Jeremiah Wells got stuck in the cage. <laughs> he was running for some reason. I still don't yeah. know what he was doing there. Um... But yeah, man, this is pretty much like what are we gonna see? Is Blood Diamond getting a quick finish by a knockout, or is Kosi fighting smart and going with his wrestling? You know what I mean? Um, it's a pick him to me, man. It can go either way. I, I feel more confident in picking Kosi, man. I'm going with Kosi decision win, and uh, let's hope he doesn't gas out this time. I feel the same way. I honestly feel like this is kind of a pick him fight, and I don't really see why he's minus one seventy five here. Like, how could you really trust this guy after the last fight, guys? Like. <laughs> He was looking good in the ground. His ground game is definitely good, and that's why I'm picking him here. But he gassed out so bad and then got destroyed in the feet. So just hard to, I think, be confident in Ryan Costi here, in my opinion, Marcel, after that loss because he's just so brutal the way he got knocked out. Um, and he hasn't fought in a while now, right? That was last July. So it's been a year since he's been in the cage. He's been uh, obviously out for, for a while. He actually, But I think they've been, they've been booked twice now, and they both got injured, if I'm not mistaken, both guys. So it's kind of weird that they're fighting for a third time. Um, I'm glad they made the match. They obviously train for each other. I just can't really pick Blood Diamond. I took a shot at him against Wells. It was a stupid pick. Um, Wells is a very good fighter. And uh, just the way he got finished so quickly in the ground, that's why I have to pick Kossi. But I'm telling you, Marcel, if it stays in the feet, he can get knocked out here too. That's why I can't bet on him. So uh, Kossi's the pick. I, I think he'll probably get a submission. If I had to guess, that would be how I, I think he'll win. But I think there's a very good chance he gets knocked out, Marcel. It's just not a fight I would definitely bet on at all. I would stay the hell away from this one. Let's get some comments here. Excited to see a real match of Blood Diamond. Sink or swim for him. Kossi has on cardio. That's the problem, right? Like, he gassed out so bad in the last fight. It's crazy. Jason Witt and uh, Kossi both out-wrestled Phil Rowe for the first round, then they both got brutally knocked out. So, Rowe's got power. There's no doubt about it. But still, like, the cardio faded so bad. Kossi's lock. I mean, I wouldn't say that, man, personally. If you want a better, I'm fair enough. But I wouldn't say it. Another happy birthday. Sinister, what's up, man? Glad to have you here, buddy. Another Discord guy here. Nice to see you, bud. All right, so that's it for the first fight. We'll go to the next one here. 
Next fight is Nikolai Negamirianu against Igor Pateria. And uh, this fight, obviously, in the 205-pound division right now. Igor is the favorite, Marcel. Minus 145, plus 125 on Nikolai. So what's your thoughts on this fight, Marcel? I actually want to hear your thoughts about this fight before I give mine because I think this is a tricky one. Yeah, it's tricky, I think, for sure, because Igor looked great on Contender Series, right? But, again, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people were talking about Twitter, but, like, it's something I – I broke down these fights about a week ago looking through them. I mean, the level of competition he's fought is very low, you know, so mm-hmm. the record's padded. It's 20-2, and two, but, like, who has he fought? You know what I mean, Marcel? Whereas Nick, he's been in the UFC now. This is his, what, fifth fight in the UFC? He's been fighting yeah. not great competition, but, like, decent competition, and obviously he beat Kennedy. It was a close fight, but he won. I think his striking's really good, and he's tough, so I, I just have more faith in him, Marcel, at this level. Like, remember, like, this is this guy's debut, and he's never fought. This is probably the best opponent Igor has ever fought, right, in my opinion, um, in his whole career. Um, Nikolai's a UFC veteran at this point, and he's still improving, I think, too. Uh, to be honest with you, Marcel, I think the odds should be flipped. I think he should be favored. So I'm, I'm taking uh, Nikolai. I, I think he can either win uh, on points or maybe get a stoppage, but I think the value's on the dog in this one, guys. I definitely think he can win this fight, and – Again, I think the odds should be flipped. I think the guy that has five fights in the UFC now should – actually, he's fifth, so he's got four. But I think he should be favored over a UFC newcomer who has a padded record. That's my, that's my opinion. So I, I would favor Nikolai slightly to win this fight. What's your thoughts, man? Very difficult, man, to be really honest. You know, I think uh, yeah. I agree fully with, with your take, you know. But Nikolai Negomiriano hasn't really impressed me, man, in the UFC. You know what I mean? If you look at the Kennedy and Zachiku fight, I think he didn't want that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won against Phil Andueva, but no disrespect to the guy, but who doesn't, you know, uh, in the UFC. Uh, Alexa Kamer, a split decision, and the sufferer fight was pretty horrible. Um, man, I'm going to go for, I'm going to take it. I kind of take, I know he's a favorite, but I'm taking a gamble yeah. here. I'm taking a gamble. I think Putira might knock him out in the, in the first round, man. The only thing That's I'll what, say is, like, Nikolai's been underrated by the odds. Like, he was underdog against Kamur and against Kennedy in one of those fights. So he's 2-1 two and he's two and one now as an underdog. Like, that's a good mm-hmm. record. Sorry, he's actually 2-2 two and because two he fought Saparov uh, a couple years ago. He was uh, he was a favorite. No, no, that's an underdog. Yeah, he's – sorry. He's 2-0 and oh as an underdog, and he's 0-2 yeah. as a favorite. So <laughs> in the underdog okay, role, he's done well. But again, it's Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, people are right about him when they're wrong, and when they're wrong about him when he's right. So mm-hmm. – it's not like a fight I have total confidence in because these guys are like lower level in the division. I, I think you could get this one right, Marcel, because this guy Ewer did look good on contender. But again, like I'll take the guy with the experience in the UFC. I got you fully, man. I'm fully in, in doubt with this one, so yeah. I can't go either way, in my opinion. <laughs> Next fight here, we have a UFC women's flyweight belt between Gian Kim and Jocelyn Edwards, who's taking the fight on. I wouldn't like say super short notice because she obviously fought last month in uh, Singapore, but she That's is filling in for pardon. That's 135. Oh, they moved, they moved it up in, in weight? Okay. No, again, it, it, it was because Atwoods can't make 125. Yeah. It's a short you, notice. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so it moved up in weight. Uh, you guys have it at 125, by the way, on Topology, just so you know. I'm for 135 here, man. It says on That's your, somebody probably just changed it, maybe. I didn't change someone it. Someone literally just changed it because it literally just said 125. <laughs> I, I have it up. Is it you that changed it? It's probably you, no, right? No, no, no. Uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good change. Um, okay, so it's one thirty-five. There you go. Someone fixed it. And literally, I have it on my screen, so it said that. Um, I understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, odds for this one, Marcel. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. I was gonna say she's filling in for Maria Agapova. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Agapova would win this fight. I got to be honest. I was gonna pick her against Kim just because I think she's so dangerous. But the cardio is bad. Anyway, so this fight we have Edwards, a small favorite now, minus one twenty-five. Kim plus one hundred five. So again. It's at 135 now, too. And John said, look, John was right. See, John, I was right. It did say 125. Just refresh. <laughs> Marcel's the one fixing it there. He's Mr. Tapology editor here. Um, who's your pick, Marcel? Man, um, G on Kim, I got to be honest here, man. In her last two fights, she could have got the win, you know. I think uh, definitely against Cachoeira, she she got screwed, in my opinion. I think she clearly won the fight. Uh, I think she's tough. I think she can make a, against, I think, not top 10 and up, but under the top 10, she can give a, a lot of girls a tough fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you look at Jocelyn Edwards, she's actually a 130, she's a 135er, and Kim now goes up to 135 to fight her. Um, 
I actually didn't think Atros looked great, man, against Ramona Pasqual. I think we both had Pasqual winning, remember? And, it was super uh, close. Put, Honestly, the yeah. numbers say that we were probably wrong about that. But yeah, I know. I, I felt like she did edge it out. But yeah, it's worth mentioning. Yeah. So um, I remember when Atros came to UFC, she did well, taking Wu Yanan. But after that, she got pretty much done. She, she got dominated by Jessica Rose Clark on the ground, remember? Mm -hmm. um, this is a difficult one for the simple reason that it's at 135 and it doesn't favor Kim at all at 135, I think. But Kim is a more talented fighter, in my opinion. I'm going with her with the decision. There you go. So she actually opened as the favorite, uh, Kiyan Kim here. She opened at minus 150, and the wine's basically flipped now. I gotta be honest with you, Marcel. I, I, I definitely think it's gonna be a competitive fight, but I like Edwards in this one, man. Again, the, okay. the weight class I think definitely suits her as well. But I, I just think after that last fight, like that's a decent win. You know, just the overall performance was decent. And Kim, I just think is very hittable. You know, I think she's very, very hittable. Like she doesn't move her head a lot. Um, she's lost three straight fights, not coming in here with any momentum. I don't know, man. I mean, she's been competitive in her fights, but she's not really winning them. At least Edwards is, is getting some wins. How, like you can't be super confident in either of these girls. They're not like world beaters by any means, but I do think Edwards will get the job done. So we're we're disagreeing on this one as well, uh, which is good. I like some disagreement, Marcel. Uh, I'll go with Jocelyn Edwards by decision. I'm pretty sure this fight goes the distance. That's minus four hundred. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, I do you see a finish at all? Is there any way you can get a finish? Because that's plus three hundred for a stoppage. Not really. Fighter. I think it's not either fighter getting a stoppage. I mean. I just don't see it playing out that way, so I could see where the odds are four to one for the for the decision. Yeah, I think it makes sense. So, <laughs> Adam's seeing different ways, like William Sousa. I mean, he thought the fight was a featherweight. Apparently, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really know what that guy's thinking. Like Kim in this one, Evers doesn't impress me. I, I she doesn't really for me, but honestly, Kim doesn't really impress me either. Or so, I, so it's you, lesser of the two evils for me, guys. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not gonna lie about that William Sousa uh, guy, man. You know, you gotta fight somebody on on, on Tuesday. You know, tomorrow. You're kind of a schmuck, dude, if you're coming in 10, 10 yeah, pounds. Yeah, over the other guy. Did the other guy yeah. get his own money or no? Farid Basharat, I have no idea. I saw that MMA junkie were saying, like, they're not sure if he's getting his show money, which is complete would, fucking garbage. Yeah. It's only 5000 anyways. They got to pay the guy's money. Pay him Indeed. his money. The other guy shouldn't get a dime. It's just send him back to Brazil on a plane and never see him again. So I'm unprofessional. So unprofessional. Marcel's an editor of topology. That's yeah. awesome. He is, yeah. She can be faster than Pascual Land more frequently, I think. Probably. Yeah, she's definitely a good striker. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, I think Edwards is the better overall fighter. That's why I'm picking her. But I could be wrong about this one, guys. I mean, it's it's let's be honest, it's a lower level women's fight at 135. They're not even in the right weight class, really, necessarily. So that's what makes it weird, too. All right. I think that's good. We've definitely given that fight more than enough time, Marcel. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Actually, I'm going to start this one off, Marcel. Because we got my namesake here, my, my boy here, Marcel. We got uh, Adam Fujit taking on Michael Morales. I mean, this fight is it's actually a good fight. So Morales was supposed to fight Ramiz Brahamaj. I'm telling you right now, I was going to bet on him in that fight. The line is too high now, though, in this fight. That's the problem here. So Mar Morales is minus 650, and Fujit's plus 425. Okay, so look at your thoughts. Obviously, Morales should win this fight. I mean, the guy's really talented prospect. Looked phenomenal in his debut. 13-0, most wins by knockout. Looked amazing as Trevin Giles, right? Every, there's everything I like about this guy, okay? So I'm obviously going to pick him. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm picking him to win. But I actually really like this Adam Fuji guy, Marcel. I had I didn't really heard of him, to be honest with you, but I watched his tape uh, last night. He's actually a very good fighter. I think he's a very good MMA fighter. Very well-rounded, good submission game, good striking. He picked up a massive win in his last fight. He was a plus 350 underdog, and Solomon Renfrew knocked him out 43 seconds. And his fights in Hawaii where he was submitting these guys was very impressive too, so... This is a good signing, I think, by the UFC. I think this guy's going to win a fight or two, Marcel, in the UFC. I think he's a very good fighter. I just hate this fight for him on short notice. I hate the matchup for him. It's not a winnable fight, in my opinion. I think he gets knocked out. Uh, that's the way to go here, I think. You go Morales by knockout. That's the way to go. Uh, there, there's no betting line. Un under one and a half rounds, minus 130, maybe. But, I mean, that's kind of sketchy because it could easily go over one and a half and still get finished. I would look for maybe Morales by, by stoppage. I think that's the way to go in this fight. But I do like Fuji. I think he's a good fighter. I don't know if you've seen this guy fight before, Marshall. He's actually pretty good, in my opinion. Any thoughts on, on this fight? Yeah, when Adam got the call, he was like, fuck it, you know, uh, we're going to do it. Um, yeah, I actually I wasn't his... sure to pronounce his name. Then I watched the tape, and they were saying yeah, I, Fugit, right? I know. So... <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, I saw his fight, obviously, against Solomon Ranfro, because I think Ranfro is a, is a good talent, you know, and probably – could have got signed off the contender series, but he, he stopped him. You know, I was impressed with that. Yep. Um, 
Well, dude, Michael Morales, I've been impressed with him since I saw him in the Contender Series. You know, he defeated Nikolai Veritanikov. I think that was Dariush's guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he uh, he got the win over Giles, and he, uh, he, he he finished him in the first round. It was a pretty big win. It was on the pay-per-view, I remember. I think the first pay-per-view of the year was that. Um, yeah, I think this, I think Michael Morales is a bad matchup for a lot of guys, you know, and definitely if you make your debut... Uh, Fujit uh, is a good fighter. I also go with Morales, and I think also he gets a stoppage win here. Yeah, I, this this seems clear to me, honestly, because Fujit, I think if he wins, he has to get into the ground. I think he's going to have a problem doing that. So, really good fighter, but just a bad matchup for him, in my opinion. So, but I do like the guy. Fujit's fought really unexperienced fighters. I don't, uh, unexperienced? I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I would say like his opposition hasn't been too bad. I mean, Saul Renfro is pretty good, and then the other guys he fought in Hawaii are veterans too. Uh, not the greatest, definitely not the greatest, but I mean, he's fought like Austin Dangerford. I think his level of competition has been decent. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Morales, like a lot of the guys he's fought before the UFC won experience, like I haven't heard of half of these guys. So I feel like, I, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know, I got to think, I, I got to ask you, man. Sure. What did you think about uh, XMMA uh, this week? I didn't see and, it. Uh, yeah, oh, the Pena interview, you didn't see it? Didn't see it. What did he say? I know, he, I know Will Brooks beat him, right? Yeah, he was like, um, yeah, I got portrayed as the bad guy now, and I tried to embrace it a little bit. Did you he, know, like, beat was... his girlfriend up or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you saying, man? <laughs> That's weird. Allegedly, I should say. I don't want to get in trouble here, but yeah. Uh, Morales by Naka, probably. But I, I think I think Fuji's good, too. I, I think so, too, man. He's actually good. Great grappling, man. Really good grappling. Tapuri Barbosa gets out of 280. Yeah, apparently Tapuri's getting a fight, or a fight. So, I mean, hopefully that's the fight. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Hafer Garcia against Drakkar Close. And this one's also short notice because uh, Diego Ferreira pulled out again. Marcel, I really like Diego, but he pulls out of a lot of fights. Don't you think? Like, at this point, like, he's pulling out of half of his fights, I'd say. So mm-hmm. it's unfortunate because um, he's a good fighter. So uh, Close is the favorite here, Marcel. Minus 230, plus 195 on, on uh, Garcia. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So the actual funny thing, not really funny, but funny thing, was that Diego Ferreira... Uh, I think posted on his Instagram that he was out on his stories. And you saw in the same picture, you saw Ramiz Brahimai, who was also injured, you know, but this fight wasn't called off yet. So everybody was like, what's happened to Ramiz? What happened to Ramiz? And he said, he's also out. Um, what I think about this fight, I think Rocker Close is an underrated fighter, man. That's what I think. You know, I think many people... Uh, for some reason, many people dislike Rocker Close. You know, I always see hate comments on him. You know, and it was pretty much maybe because of uh, it maybe stemmed from the Dia Casey fight in uh, in 2017, where we uh, where we uh, how do you say it? celebrated in front of Dia Casey that he won and uh, that he said all English all English fighter sucks besides Michael Bisping. But I mean, Dia Casey pretty much provoked him the whole damn week, so I don't take anything from it. Uh, I think he's a very solid fighter. He went uh, and also he got the hate for that Jeremy Stevens thing where he couldn't do anything about it, you know. Um, came back against Brandon Jenkins, but this is a guy who's really under his level, in my opinion, and he got a good win at the KO win in the second round. If you look at Rafa Garcia, I gotta give him credit as well, man. I always have picked against him, I think, so far in the UFC, you know, and he's always done well. Oh no, I picked again uh, for him in the great marker fight, and he lost that one. So uh, he's pretty much my Paul Craig. Yeah, you know what you have. Um, <laughs> yep. Now he's fighting Drakkar Close. So I feel like Drakkar Close is a more talented guy. I think Drakkar Close can be in the top fifteen. That's how I see it. Yeah. Still, I'm picking Drakkar Close. So probably, guys, push your money on Garcia because I <laughs> no, always no, no, no. Garcia's pick up. Don't so, jinx uh, it. Don't jinx it. Uh, no, I, I think Close. I like close too. I Me actually too. really like him in this fight, though. So I think it's a good matchup for him because Garcia is a good fighter. There's no doubt about it. He's proven it now at this point, right? He's got two and two wins in the UFC and arguably should have beat Gritzbach. He could be three and one. Okay. So, but here's the thing, Marcel. Almost all his wins are by submission or by decision where he's taking guys to the ground and beating them up. Mm-hmm. I do you see him taking down Drakkar close. I don't see that happening at all. Um, and on the feet, Drakkar is the better striker, in my opinion. He, he looked phenomenal his last fight. After two years away, comes back. I know Brandon Jenkins is not that good, let's be honest, but. Look phenomenal. And this is a guy who has a lot of experience now, Marcel. He's beat Bobby Green. He's beaten Mark Diacase. He's beaten Landon Venata. He's got some good wins on his resume. Um, the Darius fight was looking good until he got clipped, right? Uh, I think this is a good fight for him, uh, especially because he had the full camp. Raph is coming in on short notice. Um, and as we know, short notice guys more often than not lose. Um, 
And that's something I'm really going to consider more uh, going forward, not picking short notice fighters as much. I think I could do it too much sometimes, and it burned with Curtis and Mason Jones last week. So I'm going to like watch that a little bit uh, going forward. Just something I'm, I'm trying to look for leaks in my game, right? Myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Dracar Close in this fight, Marcel. I think the odds are, are actually good odds, to be honest. Why? 225 is, to me, a, a good price to pay on this guy if you like him like I do. So I like Dracar Close. Um, I think he wins a decision. Uh, Garcia is very tough, so I think he's going to win a decision, Marcel. Is that kind of how you see going? Decision? Yeah, I would pick a decision as well. I think Garcia is really tough, so that's pretty much how I see it going as well. And listen, man, I wouldn't be surprised if Rafa Garcia somehow wins because I always pick his fights wrong. So he loves to prove me wrong. So, uh, But I'm going with Close. Close is probably going to be the best bet for me this week. I'll just say yeah. that right now. I mean, I really like him in this fight. So hopefully that you're, hopefully your streak actually ends here, Marcel. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next fight here, guys. This one's going to be interesting. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about this fight. So, well, you go first, then. I will. I'll go first on this one. So, we got uh, Dontel Mays. He was supposed to fight Justin Taffa. I was going to pick him in that fight. Now he's fighting Hamdi Abdel Wahab. So, I got to be honest with you. I, I don't know much about. I didn't know much about this guy. Now I do, obviously. Mm-hmm. I saw him get signed. I'm like, a guy with three and three wins and no losses. That's kind of weird to sign this guy. Then obviously I hear about his um, Greco-Roman Olympic wrestling experience. He was on the team, I think, in 2016 for Egypt, if I'm not mistaken. So mm. he has that experience. Um, and then obviously he's fought for Jorge uh, Masvidal's promotion, Icon uh, uh, Icon fights, and then also for his uh, Game Bread uh, fighting championship where they, it's MMA with, with no with uh, no gloves. So he's fought mm-hmm. those guys. Okay, so listen, I, I like I said, I hadn't heard much about him. Watch the tape on the guy. He definitely could punch, and he's got some wrestling too. So, like, there's some things I like, but again, the level of competition is really bad. And I just want to show you guys. I know this. This picture's been floating around. Or I'm going to play the video for you guys. Yeah. It's been floating around on on social media today, but I saw it the other day, and I was going to show it, but I'm going to show it again. This is his last fight against Matthew Strickland. This is a guy that he's fought twice now in five fights, and he's knocked him out both times. Spoiler alert! Look at this guy. Look at this guy, Marcel. This is the guy he just fought. Mm-hmm. Like who? This look, guys. How do you beat this guy and get in the UFC? I mean, look at this dude. This guy's not a fighter at all. What is this? You know what I mean? So this is just crazy. Well, I'll show you guys the fight. Obviously, Hamdi's in good shape. He's obviously you know a strong dude. There's no doubt about it. Um, watch the fight. It's very quick. It doesn't last very long. He's definitely got you know some good punchy power here. But look at the guy's fighting. Like this guy sucks. Marcel, this fight's a joke. Like, this is what gets him in the UFC, basically. Like, he beat this guy twice. I I just think the level of competition is terrible. That's what I think about this. So, there's there's a lot to like about this guy because he's a, he's definitely a good wrestler and he's got punching power. But you know, Marcel, like I with this level of competition, I can't pick him. Uh, I thought I was going to, but I can't. Even against a guy like Dante Mason, I don't think it's great. But I think Dante is so big, like six foot six. He's a huge guy. He's going to have a hard time, I think, wrestling him. So he's going to have to trade on the feet. And he's got a seven-inch seven, seven inch reach disadvantage as well. Um, he doesn't have any, like, real experience going, like, long in fights. There was one fight against one guy where he went to the third round. But he was looking a bit tired, in my opinion, in that fight. I don't really trust him to go the distance either. So he could win the fight, guys. He's definitely got the skills because he got the wrestling background and some punching power. But I, I think the level of competition is just terrible, Marcel. That guy, he just knocked out sucks. I'm sorry to say it, guys. I'm not trying to be a hater, but that guy stinks. And he got two two of his five wins over that guy. Two, that's basically like me going. He basically knocked me out twice more. So like to get in the UFC. Come on, like basically the same thing. I know Maze isn't that good, guys. Honestly, he's not great. But to be honest, like looking back at the Parisian fight, it looks better now, doesn't it? Marcel finishing that guy like that looks better in hindsight after Parisian uh, got that last win, and then the losses start to gone and nasty mental. Those aren't bad losses at all. So. I'm going to go with Dontel Mays in this one, Marcel. Uh, I, I got to go with the, with the guys more experienced in the UFC. Again, it's low-level heavyweights. So you never really know. But the level of competition is just, to me, so bad that I can't pick this dude. What's your thoughts, Ben? <laughs> what you uh talking about Mays against uh, Parisian. I remember he wanted to try to drive fuck him in the mouth. Remember that? Oh, God. <laughs> yes. You know, it's funny. I typed in Dontel Mays on YouTube the other day because I, I want to watch his old fights. And that was the thing, the hump. I'm like, the hump? Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember that. I thought you showed me this clip. Now I have to laugh again. Um, yeah, man, it's like uh, it's like somebody fight, f- fighting me, man. Like, That's uh, what I'm saying. A, like, you got a tra- two tra- or five wins over you, Marcel. So like, yeah, and look, look like a trained fighter against a fat fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, that's that's what it looked for me. So, uh, that's like a trained fighter against me. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, can he knock Dontel Mace out? Yes, he can. But do I really have to sit on that? You know what I mean? Have to wait for that because how does it go if it goes further than 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 lo- longer than that round? Um, Dontel Mace decision, man. I'm not. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, Marcel, Marcel. Uh, oh, no. Here he is. Dude, that, that's the most devastating finishing move I've ever seen in my life, man. Crazy, but that, that's man. also that's why well they also don't do men versus women fights, you know. Uh, I know. Um, oh yeah, that's you. Glad they had the re Glad this is too funny. I think this this strict this guy's zero one. I can't believe this. Even Dalter went <laughs> The next hands that like listen, he's definitely a good wrestler. Yeah, he does. He's a New York guy. So I actually I watched his old fights too. On uh, there's one from like New Jersey. He looked a lot small. I just think I don't know if he's really a true heavy. I know his weight is there, but. Like Dante Mays is six foot six, and he's like, I think he's two sixty five, Marcel. Like he's a legitimate heavyweight. That's also, the problem I have here. Because yeah, I, I think honestly, this guy might have a better career than him, but I don't know if I can take him in this fight. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't say Hamdi's bad or whatever, you know. But no, I don't we don't know. Bad, we, don't, we don't know enough yes. to to be fully backing him here, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, maybe we think different in the second fight, and he completely shuts us up, you know. <laughs> no, I I think we're I think like a lot of people were feeling the same way because if you look at the odds, they opened Hamdi as his favorite minus one twenty and the odds are flipped now Maze is minus one fifty. So oh I think people god. feel the same way as us. What are you gonna say? Oh my god the Uber the, the Uber jinx is in the chat. What's up Alex? What's going on man? Alex is going <laughs> glad up, to have dude? you here buddy. Um glad to have Alex here. But yeah you just missed us uh, showing uh Matthew Strickland versus uh <laughs> you should watch the rematch too. I mean, we have time for the rematch, right? You guys want to watch yeah. the rematch? Let me yeah, see if I can sure. find it. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this. Because that's the first fight, I think. Uh, yeah. Matthew Strickland. I watched both of them. They're just it's just sad to watch, honestly. I think it might have been on Twitter, actually. I think I think Grabaka Hitman had it on Twitter, <laughs> actually. To be honest with you. Let me check here. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if I can even find it. Um let's see. Yeah, I man, it's just what are you going to say? If you don't find the fight, go to Kaposa. <laughs> I'm going to find it. One sec, one sec. Uh, Hamdi. Abdel Wahab. Yeah. 14 seconds. Marcel, talk so we can uh, fill some air here. I want to get airspace. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> guys. Um, what do you guys think about the uh, about the card? You know, what would you give it before the card? Yeah. I'd love to know. I don't know if I can find it actually. Fuck. Um, no, nah, just search. I will talk a little bit more. So no yesterday, I had my family over for my birthday. It was uh, really cool, you know. Had something to we had something to eat, something to drink. So uh, yeah, it was uh, was fun, you know. A little bit late, but uh, man, I, n- I never sleep before five a.m. So that's no problem. Um, yeah. Did you find anything yet? I can't find it. I was looking for the. I saw it the other day. I don't know where it is now. I, I definitely saw it. I think on Twitter. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it. Um, actually, no. I found it here. I found it. I found it. I found ah. the rematch. I found the rematch. Oh. <laughs> found the rematch. I found the rematch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing so hard. I just don't understand like why they hit the fight twice. Like, okay, so that first one I showed you guys was the uh, the the uh, bare knuckle fight, mm-hmm. and this is the uh, the MMA fight. Or so here we go. There it is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> so he fought this guy twice. Why did they do the rematch? Was it the, was it was it the controversial? This may have good take that events. I, I that's what I'm saying. This guy's wrestling is really good. Honestly, he's an Olympic caliber wrestler, right? But I think Maze is going to be hard to take down. I mean, he was taken down by Nascimento and and uh, gone. I think he could get taken down, but again, like I just don't trust this guy's car to hold up for 15 minutes more. So that's the problem I have here. So. John thinks that the prelims, if, uh, they're better than people expect, maybe. And Marcus is wishing on birthday. Hot take, Moreno's going to beat Steve again. Oh, uh, Moreno's going to beat Steve again? Yeah, I think he means Cairo France. I don't know. Anyways, uh, let's go to the next fight here. That's it for the uh, that fight, Marcel. We spent too much time on it, but it was too much fun yeah. not to talk about. All right, Drew Dober versus Rafael Alves. This is an interesting fight, um, to be honest with you. A little surprised they did this fight, Marcel, because I thought Dober would get the one like you know close to the rankings after that crazy fight with uh, McKinney. Right now, Drew Dober is the favorite, minus two hundred five, plus one seventy five. Rafael Alves, what's your thoughts? Good fight, man. Looking forward to this one. This was actually his first future prelim with this switch with Morona Um Yeah, man, Drew Dober. Um, 
he got the win over Terrence McKinney, but he got knocked down twice, I think, in that fight. It was a crazy first round. Maybe the craziest round of the year, right? Uh, it's alongside with oh another round. Oh, my God. Crazy. This is a good fight. I kind of forgot how crazy that fight was. It was insane. It yeah. was insane. Yeah. Absolute nuts. If you look at Rafael Alves, he has looked good, man. He, he only lost to Damir, but he had, he had Damir staggered, I remember, in the first round early. And you actually called that, that that was a possibility that it could happen. Um, but he lost. At the Mark Diacase, he won very good win. Uh, guillotine choke in the in the first round. He was a pretty he was a, he was a pretty good underdog in that one, if I remember correctly. Um, he was. Yeah, where are we going from here? You know, uh, Dober. If I would go with um, experience in the UFC and the the work he has done so far, you would say Dober, right? But Alves, Alves is a good fighter, dude, and Alves can win this fight as well. I'm really 50-50 on this one again. A lot of 50-50 fights to me. Uh, gut feeling is that Doba gets it done via decision. This is a tough one to call, honestly. I feel like this fight can go either way. I think the odds are they're fine. Like They were actually longer earlier in the week when I looked. It was like minus 260, minus 250 the other day. It's really went down, Marcel. So people are betting on, on um, Rafael Alves, which I think is fine because mm -hmm. he's actually a good fighter with a lot of experience. He's got 30 fights. You know, Marcel, he's not like a spring chicken. Um, but like you said, like the UFC experience is so invaluable, Marcel. He has, Dober has so many fights in the UFC against so many good fighters. Like, yeah. very good fighter over the years. Obviously, massive knockout power. Great chin. Like, one of the best chins. It's insane that he survived that by McKinney. But again, his chin recovery are second and none, really. Um, but, Marcel, his submission defense is not very good. He's been submitted, like, what, five times? So, there's a legitimate chance that Alvarez could, like, grab his neck, grab a guillotine like he did against... Uh, Mark DiChiesi and then submit him with a guillotine or something like that. Three of his last four wins are by guillotine choke, guys. So he's very dangerous with that. I think he's a pretty good fighter. But again, he's lost a lot by stoppage too, Marcel. I think Drew overstops him probably. But uh, I don't think I can bet on this fight because I do think this guy has upset potential. So I'm going to pick Drew Dober, Marcel. But again, it's not like a super confident pick. I actually think this mm -hmm. card's pretty difficult. A lot of these fights. Yeah. They're tr right? You just said the same next, thing. Right? Next one as well. Next one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fair in my enough. opinion, yeah, no, I for sure it is actually tricky. Um, so I'll go with Drew Dober, but again, it's it's a fight that honestly there could be an upset here, it wouldn't completely surprise me because I think uh, Alves is pretty good. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. This is the one you were just alluding to. We have Alex the Great White Rono taking on Matthew Semmelsberger, Semi the Jedi, guy I've liked for a long time, Marcel, as you know, been betting on him uh, a lot and winning a lot of money on this guy, but now this fight is interesting because the odds makers open at minus 110 each. They're just like, okay, well, what the any public figure out who the favorite is, and it's Matthew Selmsberger. He's minus one fifty five now against Alex Morono plus one thirty five. So I want to hear your thoughts on this because I really like Selmsberger, but Morono is a very underrated good fighter who has a ton of fights in the UFC now. So I feel like this is a, another competitive fight. What's your thoughts, man? If your name is Alex Morono, you don't go with the great or the the great the great wife. This is nickname, right? Yeah, you go with the moron. You know, you you just embrace it, Alex Demora Morono. I would if my name if my name was Marcel Morono, I go with the Moron. Why is he called the Great uh, White? Is it because like is it a shark reference, or is it because he's kind of like a pale pale guy? Is that why? <laughs> I have no idea. He's kind of pale. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, yeah, Max Hamelsberger, Um I think he's solid. You know, he only lost to uh, I to Chaos to Chaos Williams, right? Yeah, they both um, lost to Chaos actually. Yeah, 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 but Morono got the starts in that fight, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, um, Samuelsberger last fight against AJ Fletcher. I think he had a lot of trouble with AJ Fletcher, which I actually didn't really expect to have so much trouble with AJ Fletcher. Yep. I think Morono, uh, I, I like how Morono, I always like Morono, you know, I think he's a good fighter, I like the way he fights, uh, he's an entertaining fights. he's not a stupid fighter as well, overall. Man, I think close fight, dude, but um, I kind of favor Morono. It's also in Dallas, Texas. You know, he's yep. from the, he's from, uh, uh, what's the name again? God damn it. Um, Fortis, Fortis oh, MMA. Fortis, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's a, a home advantage for him as well. I think he will do very well. So yeah. uh, I'm going with decision win. It's his 30th fight too as a pro, so he has a ton of experience. Yeah, this is Selmberger's 14th fight. He's, he's got some he's, experience too, but he's an underrated guy, dude. He's been he for really some is. time in the UFC. I, so, I think uh, he's very underrated, man. I, I I think this fight's very competitive. You know, it's tricky, Marcel. I, I could definitely see Morono pulling it off because I think he's really good, like you said. But I also, I you know, Marcel, it's, when I when I'm really high in a guy, it's hard to get off the train sometimes. I don't 
know if I can get off it right now because I think Ellisberger could win this fight. Like he could, you know, hurt him on the feet. I also feel like if anyone's going to take someone down, it'll probably be Semelsberger taking him down, maybe. So it's competitive, Marcel. I mean, Moreno's a very good striker. He could definitely win this fight. It's close. I'm leaning towards Semelsberger by decision, but it's very, very close. I don't know. I'd like to hear you guys think about this one because it's it's very competitive. Man, can, can you remember when he fought uh, when uh, Morono fought Cannon Song? Yeah, that Cannon Song was a favorite back then, and I was like, how? You know, yeah. I remember. I was like, how? Dude, dude, you dude, <laughs> dude. I got Morono last. Was it last year uh, against uh, what's his name? Cerrone, yeah, and Morono was plus one twenty-five. Like that was just easy money. I mean, we, that we was, both picked him, right? Yeah, I think we both picked Cerrone. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, Morono to beat Cerrone. We, did, we definitely picked <laughs> Cerrone. Yeah, he's underrated. I'm looking at his record right now. Like he does have a couple upset wins here in the UFC, Marcel. Like he said, mm -hmm. like so he's a guy that's pulled off the upset more than once against Ken and Song, like you mentioned. Um, uh, a couple other guys here. Let me double check his record. Uh, Max Griffin. He was an underdog against. He beat him as well. Um, he was an underdog. Oh my god, are you kidding me? He was an underdog against James Muntasri. James Muntasri. Wow, that's crazy. I tell you, super underrated. Dude. Yeah, he really is. And Kyle Noki was plus three hundred against. He's been an underdog in almost half his fights, and he's won like half of them. So he's a very good fighter, underrated fighter. But again, I just really like Tumblesberger. I don't. I'm not confident though. Like I feel like this could be. I, I always like want to pick Ronan and I'm looking at those numbers. But again, I really like the semi the Jedi man. I really like this dude. I so. respect it. Yeah. Yeah, so let me get some more comments here, guys. Give me some of little day Maryland boy. He is Texas judging. That's true. And this could easily be a split. This could be hometown cooking on this one. Taking the dogs on their own. It's probably dog or pass, honestly, because I think minus one ten the opening. That's that's a good line. Minus one fifty. Like I can't play more um, Selmsberger now, but I'll still pick him. Again, it's this card's pretty competitive fight. Very good matchmaking, Marcel. Mm -hmm. So Selmsberger power. That's what I'm looking at too. Um, Maybe I have to retract my my comments from the beginning that the prelims uh, sucked. You know, yeah. maybe it's 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 okay. You know, I should have shouldn't have said it. No, no, no doubt about it. Uh, Antoine, what's up, man? How's it going? He had a question about uh, Figueroa Moreno four if if uh, Brandon wins. Could it be a main event? Probably, but I, everything we're hearing is Figueroa will probably move up to one thirty five. Doesn't seem like he wants to cut that weight anymore. I think that's why they did this. Uh, Figueroa kind of pisses me off, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because I have the feeling he just doesn't want to fight Brandon Moreno again. That's all. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, so that's it for the prelims, Marcel. So really competitive set of prelims, Marcel. We actually were like uh, on the opposite ends of like three or four fights. So that's interesting. See what happens on Saturday. All right, let's get into the main card, guys. This is the good stuff now. Megaman Ankolaev against Anthony Smith to open up the card. Ankolaev is a massive favorite. Marcel, biggest favorite in the card? Yep. My, no, sorry, second biggest because uh, Michael Morales obviously got the shorter his opponent. Second biggest favorite of the card. Minus 460, Marcel, against plus 370, Anthony Smith. And uh, what's your thoughts on this one, my man? I was in a podcast today, Dutch podcast, and I was the only one picking Magomed Ankalaev, and I'm sure, I'm still shocked. Um, wow. Listen, man, Anthony Smith is a great fighter. It's super tough. We all know that. But Magomed Ankalaev is one of the future stars in that division, in my opinion. You know, it already cost him two years that he got tapped by Paul Craig. Wow. You know. Um, Otherwise, he would have been already been here like a year or one and a half year ago. Um, I feel like Mago, the thing with Magomed Ankalaev is he hasn't uh, took much of a risk in the Santos fight, in the Uzdemir fight. He's more fighting safe, you know. And I think Anthony Smith doesn't let him fight safe. And I think when somebody doesn't let you fight safe, uh, the better comes out of it, you know. So uh, for me... I'm thinking Uncle Live, and he think I think he knocks out Anthony Smith in the first round. That's really what wow. I think. That's a, that's a big prediction there because yeah. I do favor him, but I like him to win the decision personally. Like, yeah, many people go with decision. Yeah, I don't blame you though because let me check the odds. They have to have odds. Ankle by knockout, it's plus one sixty. Okay, that's it, and it's by decision plus one twenty five. Well, I, I'm just, I thought the knockout would probably be higher because Anthony Smith he has been knocked out I think nine times, but like a lot of those knockouts were like in the, like his first like ten fights, Marcel, way back in the day. Like he's very tough. Like they call him Lionheart for a reason, obviously. Yeah, it's also no, not like I underestimate Smith, but I'm thinking this high about Ankalaev. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I like Ankalaev, man. I, I think it's a job done, but I think it's a decision here. The odds are high, but I think he wins. I, I mean, I'm not picking Smith. There's, there's mm -hmm. just no, there's no real reason to, unless you think this guy will get tired, which I don't think he will. I mean, he hasn't shown that before. 
Maybe maybe he does knock him out. Maybe maybe that's how it goes. I don't know. I'm thinking a decision just because the bait, the way the last couple fights went. I think he, he might play it a little bit safe like he has been, but you know the guy's continually winning fights. He's actually been you know very reliable. Got to bet on except for that first fight with Craig. You have to go with Angle Live. That's that's the pick here, right? It has to be. It really did cost him two years. I mean, he I can't believe he tapped out. I remember watching that fight. You know what? You know what? He's fucking crazy about that card. That was the first time in UFC in a three-round fight. That was the latest ending. So it was four minutes, 59 seconds. Later on that card, Leon Edwards knocked out Peter Sabata at 459. On the same card, they had this, the latest three-round endings of all time. The latest stoppage ever was Demetrius Johnson versus uh, Horiguchi. One second left in the fifth round, right? If I'm not mistaken. So. What is the latest stoppage in the three-rounder? Let's see if you know. You know. Well, it's Ricky Simona and Murab, yeah. right? Because it was a five minutes, which doesn't make any sense. Though. I don't understand. They called it, a, and it was a submission. They called it a knockout, too. So yeah. That's <laughs> so stupid. First time yeah. guys had knocked out with a submission. Yeah. Anthony Smith's been only finished once inside 50 minutes in nine years. Yeah, exactly. He's super tough, dude. That was against Santos, who's a beast. Pick for Friday night. That's a good question. Ooh, it's a tough one. Uh, there's still a few fights we haven't talked about yet. I mean, probably co-main event uh, or Morono Semmelsberger could win. And call me crazy, but it wouldn't surprise you if they do give the women the bonus if Kim and Edwards is a really good fight, which it could be. So those are kind of what I'm looking at. But I feel like there's more like knockouts and submissions, if anything. There'll probably be, there'll probably like be more performance. Last week, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all Michael. Uh, it's just durable. He is. He's fucking tough as hell. That's why I'm leading decision, but I don't blame Marcel for taking a shot of the knockout either, especially a plus 160. Okay. Alexander Patoja against Alex Perez, Marcel, your boy in the flyweight division here. Uh, this is a really good fight. They're both super experienced. They have the same record, 24-5 and five for Patoja and 24-6 for Perez. So two guys with almost identical records. Another interesting fight, Marcel. The odds opened up... Uh, with Pantoja is a pretty big favorite here, minus 275 he opened, and now he's minus 175 with the comeback on Perez plus 130. So what's your thoughts, man? I think it's a super close fight, to be honest, man. If you look at Pantoja, he's really he's really, really decent, really good on the ground, I have to say, man. His jiu-jitsu is good. His stand-up is okay, I think, you know. If you look at Alex Perez, if you compare the two, I think Alex Perez doesn't have a better BJJ game, but definitely has a better wrestling game than uh, Pantoja. Uh, stand-up. I think Perez better stand up than Pantoja, in my opinion. Uh, if you go to the last two fights of Pantoja, he looked good in those fights. I think the Manuel Cat, many people th- were like, it's the way for people thinking Manuel Cat when I think Pantoja won that fight because Manuel Cat didn't let his hands go. In this uh, most recent fight, the Royval finish was very good by Pantoja, in my oh. opinion. If you look at Perez, Perez hasn't fought since his Davis of Figueredo lost, man. Uh, oh. Six fights canceled, four against Chanel, two against Askarov. This is a good fighter, you know. Um, I think in the Figueredo fight, if you look back at it, um, and nobody talks about it, it actually kind of annoys me, you know. If you look at that fight, Figueredo adjusted his position twice by grabbing the cage very shortly, you know, and that's where he, where he could put pressure on the guillotine and, and choke them out pretty quick. Um, difficult fight, man. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to a, to a decision somehow, you know, or a close split decision. Um, ah, listen, man, you can say I, I think Patoja is the favorite here, you know. Yeah. Dog or pass, I'm taking the dog here. Perez, close there decision. Perez is a really good fighter. I mean, he definitely could win this fight. I just have a hard time trusting after all those like botch fights, botch weight mm-hmm. cuts, missed fights, so much training camps, and, and didn't get to perform. It's hard for you to, to trust it, but man, he's looked impressive over the years. Like that Formiga fight was incredible, and some of the other knockouts and submissions he's had. He's a very good fighter. Sure, um, Torres, right? Yeah, for sure. That was nasty, too. So he's he's good. There's no doubt about it. Um, but Pantoja, I think, is also very good. I think he's very mm-hmm. underrated, Marcel. He's got some really good wins now. Like, he's only really lost to the elite guys for the most part. He's just a really good fighter. Uh, he does actually have a win over Moreno, too, on the show. On, uh, and in the UFC, he's got two wins over Moreno. So be interesting if they ever fought. Um it's competitive, but I'm leaning towards Pantoja. You know, like my head says decision, but looking into the, like the records, Perez mostly loses by submission. So he might submit him too. I think there's a possibility of a submission. I want to see what the odds are on this one. Uh, do we have the vote? All right. Uh, Pantoja by decision is plus 135. The inside of this is plus 225. The, the submission prop plus 600. There has to be some value in that because almost all of uh, Perez's lost here by submission. So... That might be something to look at, guys. Plus 600 or a sub prop. Um, it's going to either be a decision, I think, or a sub. Um, but I 
Got to go with Pantoja to win the fight. Pantoja never been finished. Price two years out, five or six inning in the first round. See Pantoja decision. That's what I think, Clint, but I think, you know, the submission's possible too. Uh, Zanklaiv wins as a get year, maybe, but I think they're going to do the fight with, uh, what's his name, Glover. They'll probably do the rematch, which I think he deserves. I think probably could fight in New York City, a pay-per-view in uh, November. Probably. I mean, it would be fine. Phil Starches, Santos, they probably make him an Ankolaev. Uh, very good chance. Actually, that makes, that makes sense, too. Hill is a beast, man. He's coming along really nicely. So, All right, Marcel, that's it for that fight. We only have a couple left to break down here, guys, so let's get through them. Uh, next fight here. Derek Lewis taking on Sergey Pavlovich, Marcel. Heavyweight fight. Uh, heavyweight fight, I do not expect to go three rounds. I don't think many of us do. Someone's getting knocked out in this fight. I'll say that right now. I'm, and I'm pretty sure I know who's going to get knocked out, but I want to hear your thoughts first, Marcel. So odds for this one, minus 110 each. It's literally a pick-em, Marcel. It's a pick-em fight. It's the closest odds on the card. I want to get your pick on this one, uh, Marcel. I can be really quick about this one, to be honest, dude. I think uh, Sergei Pavlovich knocks him out in the first round. This dude, one, I, I, I like him too. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> I like Pavlovich too. I'm surprised the odds are so close. I mean, I guess it's a lot of respect to Lewis because – Obviously, you know, he's been an underdog over the years. He's like Verona, Marcel. So many upsets in the underdog, right? Like, even against Chris Dawkins, he was an underdog, like, last year. But the problem with Eric Lewis is, like, he can also get knocked out. He's been knocked out a bunch of times. Pavlovich is, you know, the younger guy by quite a bit. I mean, I want to look at the numbers for a second. Let me pull them up. All right, so Pavlovich is seven years younger. He has a five-inch reach advantage. They're both the same height. He's also a southpaw. He's more fresh. He's been stopped once by Overeem, but Overeem took yeah. him down and beat him up on the ground. It's a different type of fight. I don't think that Lewis has any wrestling to take this guy down. And obviously, that was three years ago, too. You know, Marcel? Like, it's it was a his debut fight. as well. Yeah, I picked Overeem in that fight. Overeem is the underdog in that fight. I, I thought that was crazy value at the time. It obviously turned out well. But again, it's a different fight now, right? I would obviously pick Pavlich now three years later because, you know, the guy's just coming along really nice. Tons of power. Again, Lewis coming off a knockout loss to tie. Two of his last three fights ended in him getting knocked out. He's got the power, Marcel. Obviously, he's knocked out a bunch of guys, Blades, Gawkus. I hope I'm not undervaluing him too much because, obviously, he's been a guy that I've backed a lot as a dog over the years. He's good, but I think he gets KO here, Marcel. I like it for Pavlovich. I think he gets the job done. And comments, Pavlovich, Pavlovich. If Pavlovich also loses to Blades, Blades won't take the fight. Blades won't take it, but I think it makes sense. He wants to fight the winner, Gontu Visa. Hopefully, Lewis doesn't try to take down his spinning kids against Pavlich. He might get KO if that happens. Texas coach for Lewis. He hasn't fought very well in Texas, it's true. He got, he got knocked out by Gone in Texas. Uh, was the, yeah, uh, Adesanya, uh, sorry, the uh, two base fight was also in Texas, got knocked out. <sighs> it's been a few times. I mean, he has won, though. Uh, he beat Tarbura in Texas, so he has won there before, but you're right. I mean, he's been, he's been knocked out more often than not when he fights in, this, in that uh, state, it's like. So, well, he beat Ilya the Tifi, although I think I don't think Lingus thought he actually won that fight. Listen, man, I like Derek Lewis a lot. I just, I just think this he's fighting a young beast with a ton of power and speed and just viciousness. I'm, I'm going with Pavlovich. But I will say this, Marcel, if he can survive the first round, believe it or not, I think Lewis will have the better cardio, believe it or not. So Pavlovich, Billy Tank has long arms, has a wrestling background to use it. Yeah. I, I Someone's getting knocked out. If you could look at a bet on like either guy getting knocked out, that's a good bet too, in my opinion. Other than uh, Derek Kimo, I'm not impressed with Pavlovich wins. I'll take an Oler and beat Oler, take Lewis. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're not like an Oler win because the odds are literally dead pick them. So there's obviously people betting on Lewis. Not me. I like Pavlovich, but it is heavyweight, Marcel. We should mention that. It is a heavyweight fight. So you know there's more often not uh, upsets in this weight class. I just don't know if it's going to be this one. All right, let's get to the co-main event here. Marcel, we got two fights left. Brandon Moreno taking on Kai Kara France. This is a rematch, obviously. The first fight, UFC 245. Moreno won a three-round decision. Actually, I was at that fight. That was the Covington-Houston card. It was a very competitive fight. Uh, Moreno edged it up, but it was very close. So the rematch now is five rounds instead of three, obviously, because it's from the belt. Interim title here. Brandon Moreno minus 205. Kai Kara France plus 175. Marcel, I want to hear your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced in this one, to be really honest, man. Um, like I tell you, man, the um, what's Camp's name again? I forgot where it was. Uh, Kai fighting out of um, the New oh, Zealand. With, uh, with with Bearman and those guys. Yeah, what's his name again? I forgot. Why am I forgetting too? City kickboxing. Dude. City yeah. kickboxing. Yeah, exactly. So, in my opinion, City kickboxing has two real legit guys, and that's Israel Adesanya and Alexander Vol Volkanovski. All the others are pretty good who are in the UFC, 
but I don't see them as champions or whatever. You know, I think they're riding a lot on the other guys. Same with uh, Kai Car France for me, kind of uh, same as Dan Hooker, in my opinion. You know, super tough, can win, can can win against top guys, but I don't see him as championship material, man. I know many people uh, will be upset again with me about it. Uh, Brandon Moreno, established guy, came back in the UFC after being cut. Did very well, got the title in the second uh, in the second show. In the first one was a draw, right? Second one he won. Third one was close to me. Could have gone to him as well, in my opinion, but went to Figueiredo. Nice, he fight Kaikara France. Kaikara France uh, uh, knocked out Cody Garbrandt. Uh, got the win over Askarov, which was a close fight, in my opinion. Um, people act like he dominated Askarov. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, man, I'm going with Moreno, dude. I think Moreno subs him as well in the third round. So I'm going with uh, Brandon Moreno submission. Here's a good question. I like this question. Joe's asking, who do you think uh, improved the most since 245 Moreno care France? That's the question I'm asking myself about this one because I don't think this fight's as easy as you think it is, Marcel, personally. I kind of disagree I do. with your, your take on this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% sure Moreno takes it. Bro, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm actually going to go with the upset here, guys. I'm going to go with Kai France. And I wasn't expecting to pick it. I can't, I can't believe that. I know, I know. But here's the thing. Okay, so listen. Uh, I think people are just wrong about this guy because if you look at his resume, like he's one of, another guy that's won a lot of fights as an underdog. Like, yeah, maybe the fight with, with uh, Askarov was very close, obviously, right? But like he still won. He was plus 400, Marcel, against, uh, what's his name? Was it Garbrandt? I think he was a slight underdog. Let me double check. I want to make sure. We I'm both right picked here. him against Garbrandt. Yeah, he was an underdog in that fight too, though. Like, that's the point. Like, he's not being rated probably by the betting public, and now he's underdog again. Reno's good. Don't get me wrong. He's really good. But I also, like, look at his last couple of fights, guys, and he's taken a ton of damage. Like, he's taken a lot of damage, Marcel. Um, the last fight with Figgy, he got knocked down three times. Uh, and he's, I don't know. Like, I mean, he's really good. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's hard to find anything bad to say about Reno, except for that fact he's getting, taking a lot of damage. Whereas I think France hasn't really taken a lot of damage. I think he's leveled up a little bit, man. I think he's really leveled up. I think he's got a shitload of power for this weight class. He hits like a truck. He's got really good takedown defense. His conditioning's better. Everything. Like, I I think this fight's like a coin flip, honestly. So I'll take the plus 175. I'm going to take a shot. And like, even the first fight, Marcel, was extremely close. Like, it could have honestly went either way. Um, it obviously wouldn't surprise me if Moreno wins. He's a very good fighter. He's the former champ for a reason. He's a great fighter. But I think Kara France, maybe he's catching him in a good time here. So I'll take a shot on, on uh, Kara France. So I'm going to do it. Uh, we'll, we'll take a shot in him, man. Not a lot of you guys like Moreno. I understand. I get it, but bro, you know, it's if I was a hot girl, I would I would tell you like if if Kaikara France wins, I flash next time my boobs. But <laughs> I, I don't want to. I really, guys, we don't want to see that here. We don't need to see that. No, because honestly, my initial thoughts were that uh, Moreno, but I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But I, I like I, I kind of like Kara France. It's not like I love him, but that's my pick. And I feel like, again, it's it's a really close fight. I think Moreno is going to, like someone said in the chat, wrestling, like that could be his path here. Because I think it stays in the feet. He could be in trouble a little bit because uh, France hits really hard. And you got dropped three times against Figgy, guys. Don't forget that. You got knocked out three times. And I, that always worries me more so when a guy comes back after a knockdown, three knockdowns in a fight. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I want to get your thoughts on the main event now. Uh, this one's going to be interesting. Oh, we got Odd Smoker Steve. He's also with me on, K on Kaker France. So. There we go. We got two guys, me and the other guy in the chat, and like 20 of you guys like uh, Moreno, which is totally fine because he is the favorite here. And he's obviously the crowd favorite as well. And he likes Lego too, which is awesome because Lego is awesome. So there you go. All right, Marcel, let's get to the main event here, my man. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about this one with you. I'm actually really, really excited to talk about this fight with you. So you got Juliana Payne against Amanda Nunez. The rematch, the first fight, I couldn't have been more wrong about a fight. It was not how, all how I went. I thought it would go. And Obviously, Amanda was a massive favorite, double-checking the line. Minus 1250 favorite in that first fight. So, Pena was like a plus, what, 1,000 underdogs. She pulled off a massive upset. One of the biggest of all time, obviously, in the UFC. One of the biggest we ever saw. Um, right now, we have, for the rematch, Amanda is still the favorite. Minus 275, Pena plus 230. What's your thoughts, man, on the rematch? You think you think she wins again, Pena, or you think Nunez gets her belt back? What's your thoughts? So... I really had the feeling like if you asked me three weeks ago, I maybe go with Pena, you know, for some because I thought like Amanda wasn't really into it last time. But if you look back at it, the first round, she did very well against Pena. She just gassed out. 
and if you do your, a little bit more research, you know Nunez had a bad form of COVID, you know, and maybe that made her. I say maybe. I don't say it's like that, but maybe that made her more. And our, our buddy James has brought this up in his podcast too. He's talked about the long COVID thing. Maybe, maybe there's something to that. Yeah. I said maybe. Sorry, I have to make the reference. Um, so that could be a thing. The other side in me is like, isn't she more busy with her family, with her kid right now? Is she more focused on that? But then I watched some clips of her, and this time I don't see a lot of her kid around the gym this time. Maybe I'm, I see the wrong clips. I don't know. But And that gave me more confidence in, um, in, in, in Nunes getting maybe the title back and having that, that hunger. And I think this time, if she does that first round that she did last time, she got a finish, you know. So I'm taking Nunes first round knockout. There you one. go. Wow. So you feel good about it, eh? Yeah. We're, uh, you guys are going to think I'm an idiot, but I'm taking Pena. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to take Julia Pena. I just think she can win this fight, man. She already proved that she can beat Amanda Nunes. I didn't expect that to happen, but this is the thing. Okay, so at the time, I thought it was a fluke, obviously, like all of this did. I've watched the fight back like five times now. You're right. Amanda did really well, man. Got tired, but I also think like Pena did really well in that second round, man. Her striking looked better than Nunez's. Like her jab is longer. She was jabbing her face up. She landed so many strikes. She hurt her bad and then finished her. And here's the problem with Amanda: all like she. Here's the thing: like, people forget that she's lost before. Like they act like this is her first loss. She also lost to Castigano. She lost to Alexis Davis. Sarah Diallo beat her. Like it's not like she's unbeatable. She's lost and she's been finished multiple times too. And usually later in the fight, like when she gets a little tired, when she thinks things are not going her way, she tends to like look for a way out in fights that she's losing, which doesn't happen often, obviously. She's an incredible fighter, man. I think she's probably the best women's fighter of all time because of that win streak. It was amazing. And I still can't believe she lost the first fight. But I think Pena is really good. I've always liked Juliana Pena. Um, she's a good fighter. She's better than all of us think she is, let's be honest. Um, she's a good grappler. She has better striking than we think. Her conditioning is really good. She has a good chin. Never been finished. Um, obviously, she's been submitted a couple times. She's not like an imperfect fighter either. She has flaws. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, Marcel... I, I think every matchup is different. And I think Juliana Pena matches up decently well against Amanda Nunes. So, to me, like, she's the champ. I feel like she's being disrespected here, honestly, by the betting line because she's a massive underdog again. I think people think it's a fluke. I get it. But to me, it's not like GSP and Matt Sarah because that was like 30, what, a minute into the fight? He clipped him and knocked him out. Like, that can happen to me. This was different. Like, she put on a good show in that second round for a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll see. Maybe something to do with the COVID. Maybe Amanda's conditioning was bad. Maybe, like you said, the, the kid, maybe the knee injury. Who knows? Like, there's a lot of maybes. But I think whenever you, you, you're saying that stuff, you're not giving Julianne enough credit either. Julianne's a good fighter. I think she can get the job done. I think the value is on her. Again, I, I know people are going to think I'm, I'm wrong, which I, I totally understand because I didn't expect her to win the first fight. But I do think she wins. And honestly, I feel pretty good about it, Marcel, that one of these two underdogs in the main event and the co-main event will win. I don't think both the favorites will win. I do think the value is on both the dogs personally. So take her Sean Pena, and you know how we, I'm going to take her by TKO more. So I think she can get her back and pound her out. That's what I think is going to happen here. So I, again, I know I'm in the minority here, obviously, because the odds are where they say they are, but that's that's my read on the fight. So I mean, I can see your I can see your Pena road. You know, I can see that, but the guy. God, dude, we gotta <laughs> talk about this next week. Dude, you thought maybe would, I'm absolutely you thought we could wrong. To be fair, yeah, maybe know? I'm absolutely wrong. You know, it's, it's definitely possible. I've been wrong before. Yeah, but man, I'm I'm so surprised you're going with Kai. I, I really am. Maybe yeah, I'm I wasn't just, thinking it too, but the more I thought about the fight, I'm just gonna take a shot on him. But we'll see. Right. I could be. I don't think I'll be the only one odds breaker taking a shot on him. By the way, I think on the staff pool, I think you'll see like maybe oh, yeah, three or four sure. guys. Yeah, I mean, if you've seen the fight with Katz and Gano and the fight with um, Alexis Davis, they got on her back or got on mount position and pounded her off. She got tired. That's kind of what I think happens. The last fight, she. <laughs> oh, I know what he's saying. Yeah, I get what he's saying now. Whatever. I mean, come on, guys. We're all we're all adults. Actually, maybe Wani's a kid. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, Marcus, I'm not I'm mad at anyone taking a shot at painting. I question Nunes' heart and desire to fight after senior time. He actually was the one who sent me the clip of the choke. Like, if you watch that, Mar Marcel, she did not have the choke in at all. No. She didn't even have it in. She just wanted to weigh out. And I think she even basically said that. Uh, James did a great interview with Laura Sanko where Laura talked about this fight. And Laura talked about the knee injury to Nunez and, and said, like, you know, 
she didn't have the right training the last three weeks where she really needed to push. But she also talked about how Amanda's not – she's not a quitter, but but we've seen a few times – and also Chael Sonnen actually was talking about this too, where if things are not going away in Marcel, she does look for a way out. And she has in, in a couple of fights. Usually things go her way. Usually she beats the shit out of her opponents, right? She's amazing. But you know, Marcel, like that Katz and Gano fight, that happened. The Lexus Theater fight happened. So – it's not like it's just happened to Pena and people think that's the only time it's happened. It's happened before. So, yeah, I mean, it should be an interesting fight. I think they're both really interesting fights, personally. I think this whole card is really interesting. And like I said, Marcel, I do feel like one of the underdogs is going to win. I'll take a shot on both and hope it'll be profitable. Let's take a shot on them. Let's do it. All right. Most confident picks in the card. Moreno's your most confident? No, Ankalaev. Ankalaev, Morales, Moreno. Ankalaev, Morales, Moreno. Um, let's see. Let's hold it at these, these three, yeah. Tricar Close, Morales, and, and Clive. Those are my three. Those are my, probably my three most confident. Uh, I wish the line on Clive was a little better, but I think he wins for sure. I'm pretty confident he wins. Hamdi's my most confident. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's possible, you know, if you think if you think it's – I or mean, everybody has different injury. food. Yeah, Marcel, Pico injury, third straight week. Yeah. <laughs> Pena said in the build fight, he has gotten to a field position with Cat Ragdolder. Well, there you go. Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate it, buddy. What would I give this card? Mate, point of 10? Like an 8, probably? It's a pretty good card. What do you think? I give it a 7. There you go, 7. Marcel is definitely harder to please than me, I would say. Uh, and I mean that in the most respectful way. We, wa- we watch everything, you know? So. <laughs> exactly. We do watch everything. We watch it. That's what I say. We're like, oh, this card's not the good. I'm like, Marcel, you're going to watch it anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, so that's it for UFC 277. Again, we had some different picks. We had one. Let me count up. One, two, uh, three, <laughs> four. We had six fights that we had different picks on. That's crazy awesome. to me. So that's interesting. Yeah, next show will be Sunday uh, worth it. Yeah, man, Sunday, fun day. 10 a.m. Yeah. Eastern time. Um, that'll be the next podcast. All right. Uh, let's go to the contender series really quick, Marcel, if that's okay with you. Yeah, only four fights, right? Yeah, there's four fights. So talk about what happened today. What, tell the people if they missed what happened. So this William Sousa guy, he came in 10 pounds too heavy, and commission won't let him fight. Uh, uh, Basharat, so fight is off. He's in a different weight class. That's why. He's, yeah. not, he's not in the same weight class anymore, so they can't do the fight. Oh, unless sure. the other guy agreed to fight at 146 uh, at featherweight. Cause I yeah, think why would minimum, you do that? Yeah, why would you do that? Because right? the minimum weight, I think, is 136 for a featherweight fight. Like, But, again, who, or maybe it's 137 or whatever it is. Like, who, whoever comes in at that weight anyways, right? So, I'm going to pick Samuelsberger, and I pick Morona. Someone asked? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gordo, Gorilla, what's up, man? Appreciate the comments, comments, my man. Okay, we'll go through this card quick. I'm going to pull up Tapology too, because honestly, I don't really know these guys that well. Um, these are not, these are not like strong leans. These are, they're just like slight leans. Because uh, let's be honest, guys, these are all new fighters, so there's not much to talk about really. So the co made defend this off. Yeah, so I actually like Farid in that fight. He's obviously Javid's brother, and I thought yeah. he would have won. He's very good too. So that he was a favorite of almost. Yeah, he was the big favorite in that. Okay, so let's go to let's go to the uh, first fight. We'll do this quickly, Marcel. Alexandro Costa against Andres Luna Martinetti. Uh, Odds on this one. Costa minus 265, Martinetti plus 225. Um, I mean, do you agree with those odds? Because this guy's never lost before, and he's like a decent underdog here. I don't know about that. What do you think, man? It's difficult, you know, because yeah. I think he probably has a lot of uh, fights in the regional scene, right, in South America, I figure. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, so, the competition's not terrible. Like, these guys have records. Yeah, 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 true. What? But again, I don't know. I oh yeah, UWC is a good promotion in Mexico. Yeah. yeah, calf slicer. He had a calf slicer last fight. It's interesting. This dude cost the ten and two. Lux Fight League is obviously another good promotion in Mexico. The competition seems kind of slimmer, Marcel. I don't know. I feel like the odds are a little wide, don't you? I think he has. But he he fought better competition, dude. If you look yeah. at the names, yeah, Diego yeah. Ortiz, uh, Jorge Calvo Martin. Yeah. So yeah. So that's your pick, then. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll go with the odds, but I, I do feel like this is Dogger Pass, guys, because I, I I don't know. It, to me, it seems kind of weird that an undefeated guy would be such a big underdog. But All right, go to this fight. Dennis Bazooka against uh, K- Kaleo Romero. Uh, Bazooka, minus 200, Romero plus 170. Uh, I know you, you know these guys decently well. Bazooka obviously fought uh, Melsic. Yeah, um, Buck the center, he, yeah. he has like a decent level of competition, obviously. Ring Combat's a good promotion, so, and he fought Bellator, too. He's so, a training partner of Aljo, right? Yep, and then Romero. I don't know a ton about this guy. Combat you, global guy. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, 
I don't. I, I honestly don't know a ton about him, but I do know that I'm going with uh, Basukia. I'm going with Basukia. Yeah, he should win. And then we got a couple other fights: Anton Tukaj uh, against uh, Acacio dos Santos, seven zero against fourteen and four. Tukaj minus one ninety, dos Santos plus one sixty. So this guy, undefeated guy, is the favorite. It's a light heavyweight fight. Probably someone gets knocked out. One That's thing so I noticed was uh, brave. Yeah, the, the Santos guy only came in at two hundred and one pounds or something, so he's mm-hmm. very light for this division. This this guy fought Gustafson. Is this another Gustafson? No, it's the f- he fought it it's in a, what? A grappling, I think. Oh, in grappling. Sorry, I'm dumb. I, yeah, I didn't notice that. Okay, didn't notice that. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your pick? This guy? Yeah, Anton. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, he looks like Braves a good horse. He was yeah. actually supposed to fight last year against that Colife guy who okay. fought uh, Armin Petrosian. Right on, so, right on, right on. This guy's a winner over Matthias Sheffield. who just got a big win in PFL. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's good. And then the last fight here, that fight got canceled. Ozzy Diaz against Joe Pfeiffer. Odds are 110, minus 110 each. Uh, what do you think about this one, man? It's a fun fight. I think uh, Joe Pfeiffer already fought in the Katana series, yeah. right? He got injured. Uh, Broke his arm or something against... Yeah, yeah against Stoltzfus, right? Yeah, I think he's, he's a good fighter, what I saw so far of his. Uh Gotta say that Jonathan Patti uh, lost doesn't really look no. good on his record. Um, difficult, man. Can you can you also uh, put yeah. on Ozzy Diaz? Yeah. Um, this is a good way. Yeah, yeah, LFA you won guy, the LFA yeah. title. You won, yeah, you won the middleweight championship. Marietta. Am I crazy for leaning towards Diaz, Marcel? No, absolutely not. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leaning in this one. To be honest with you, I don't I don't know how good Piper is. I mean, I've heard good things, but. Buffer is good, but I would also lean towards Diaz, man. Same. All right, cool. All right, let's get some last comments here. Bobinicle, Bobinicle's good, man. That's going to be on the third season, the third episode of the season, I should say. All right, Marcel. Um, I think that's it for this podcast. A lot of fun. We did a ton of fights. Good show today, man. Marcel, plug your stuff. Let's get out of here, my friend. It's still Big Marcel24 on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Eurosport.nl Mixed Martial Arts section for the articles. Twitter at Matter Martin, uh, podcast and Twitter.com. Like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff, guys. We appreciate it. Tell your friends about it. And we got a lot of people in the chat today, which is awesome. Like, it's it's better when there's people here to talk about the fights with. So I appreciate that, guys. Um, bookies.com, I'll be best bets out this week. Uh, you guys kind of know where I'm leading for some of these fights. And myamages.com. But yeah, MAOsbreaker.com. We have all like always the opening odds, all that stuff. It's always good to look at the opening odds, in my opinion, just to see where like the the Ozmakers put it and then where the public took the fight. So that's always something to keep in mind. Uh, thanks, Steve, for joining us, man. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we'll be back at Sunday, 10 a.m. for the next podcast. Have a great day, everyone, and hope to uh, catch these tickets at UFC 277. Enjoy the fights. Peace.